All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast powered by Oak Strength. I'm your host, Andrew Kiefer. With me, too much, too often, is my sidekick, co-host, Miss Lauren Heiser. Lauren, how you doing? Boom face. <sighs> Lauren Heiser here. Three out of ten. No good. No? Oh, yeah. all right. I'll find one that sticks. Yeah. I'll keep trying. Yeah, it's we've tried this like five times. Nothing stuck. I, I used to work at Dick's Sporting Goods, and I don't know why. I was just reminded last night by my old manager uh, at the store that I used to walk around going, boom face, to people. <laughs> not like not like customers, <laughs> like coworkers. But, um, yeah, he brought it up. He was like, do you still do the boom face thing? I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like a child. How do you remember that? Did you so, invent this? Did you steal it from something? I, I don't – I am I was trying to remember. I really don't know. But uh, – it was it was fun. I would just walk. I would like get really close to someone, and I'd be like, "Boom face!" Almost like made you look like I don't know, but uh, it was a thing, and you, everybody enjoyed it. You should go hang out in a Dick Sporting Goods right now <laughs> and do that to customers, <laughs> uh, and maybe try to dress kind of like an employee. Oh yeah. Or oh, actually, you could do it. That at already happens. Do I it just at, look like I should work at a Dick Sporting Goods, and people just assume. Do it at Target because khakis <laughs> and a red shirt, and everyone thinks you work at Target. Then you're like the State Farm guy, that new guy who kind of looks like Drake. Well, but Jake. What's his name? Jake. Jake, Jake, not Drake. See, it's so funny. But have you seen the commercial yes, with Drake? Super Bowl was great. That was great. Yeah. yeah. But while we're here, I have my no new friends, no, no new. Old friend, good friend, Heather Byer Smith, but Byer in my book. And uh, yeah, she is gonna, she's going to join us today. She's going to teach us the things about uh, her life. And the fun thing is she used to be a member at the OG Oak Strength CrossFit Roscoe and she was one of my little athlete minions that I, I coached. And I have very fond memories of buyers slipping into the 5 a.m. class at 5.07, crawling into the corner, holding her coffee mug. And I'm like, buyer, are you joining us? And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm putting on my shoes as she sips her coffee. I'm, I'm my, sh- my shoes, I'm putting them on. Just one second. She never had to warm up. But she was an excellent athlete. And we also competed against each other in basketball. Adam would tell me to guard Bayer, and I said, okay. And then she would drain a three in my face, and I would say, I tried. I tried to guard her, but she's like a little Energizer bunny. So without further ado, Heather Bayer, hello. Welcome. Uh, hello. Thanks for having me. I'm yeah. excited. Um, thank you for being here, and it's nice to catch up. It's been too long. We are, n- we are well, you never really left the area, but I left for a little while, and I've been back for a bit. So uh, we were brainstorming who to jump on the podcast with, and Heather and I had coffee the other day, and I was like, you know what? If you don't know, you'll find out soon. She's gotten into the nutrition coaching space and coaching herself as well, and so um, that'll be a perfect fit. So let's just let's jump in. Um, tell us a little bit about your fitness, sport, health, whatever you want to call it, background. So you could start as early as you like, but just like what role has fitness played in your life from an early age to where you are now? So yeah, fitness, really big part of my life actually. So ever since I was really little, I played soccer, basketball, all growing up, uh, really got into basketball. So I played AAU growing up, played in college. And then once I was done playing in college, I kind of had this empty void of what am I going to do? Because I'd always been playing a team sport, always been practicing something. Yep. So saw CrossFit on TV, on ESPN. And then crazy enough, Adam was opening a gym and you were starting to coach and you kind of talked to me a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I think I Did I? Yeah. Oh you my were like, gosh. You should, you should come to the grand opening. So <laughs> I came to the grand opening. I do not remember. 
I had these like fluorescent pink pants on. Oh, they were. I remember that. I remember the picture. Oh, yeah. There's a picture of me on a box. My, I'm like hunched over. I look like Skeletor before I had any muscle mass. And I'm wearing a, I think it was a Froning shirt. And it was like his, it was a blue and it had like his number on the front. Oh, it said yeah. Froning on the back. I remember that. Hot pink pants sold me. Yep. <laughs> that was it. So yeah, it, I came and I just kind of, at first I was only doing it a little bit because I was still going to school. But um, then I just kind of fell in love with it. Fell in love with just the hard work that you had to put in to get better and just how it was different every day and there was mm-hmm. always something to work on, whether it was just something little with technique or just trying to build that engine with capacity and all of that fun stuff. So yeah, probably the last, I would say three, two, three years, I've really gotten pretty serious. Um, really started to dial in my nutrition. Um, macros is kind of what I do for myself. So I count my macros a lot follow that, um, weigh everything pretty much every day. And then I really started going to the gym twice a day and really following strict programming. So I myself follow Comtrain, um, like the pro programming for like qualifying for hopefully fingers crossed the next stage after the open, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. But our gym also follows Comtrain. So it kind of works out too, that I can jump in on the class and stuff. So I still have that community aspect. And then it's just helped having that competitiveness still in my life because that was something I was definitely missing once yeah. basketball ended. Yeah. Oh, I uh, I completely resonate with that. <laughs> and I was just I was just um, on different podcasts and I was talking about the fact, like literally as you're talking, I'm like, I have the exact same story. Like I use those exact words. I had this void that I wanted to fill. And um, I found that in weightlifting. Obviously, I dabbled in CrossFit some, but eventually kind of settled on weightlifting. And yeah, it's, it's really nice to have that. Um, how do you feel your, your relationship with athletics, we'll just call CrossFit your sport for right now, um, versus how, it, wh- how your relationship was with, let's say, basketball, whether it be high school or college? How is that different? Like, how are you a different Heather than you were then and now? So I would say I'm, I feel like I'm actually a lot more dedicated now, mm-hmm. and I really take the time to um, recover. Like the story that you told, how I would never stretch or anything like that, <laughs> complete 180. Now I really take the time, uh, make sure I warm up, stretch before everything. Also take the time to do like mobility at night. Try to do that almost at least five days a week, every night if I can, especially um, my favorite is to do it right before bed. It really helps me kind of mm. wind down yes. and get ready for sleep. Take um, notes, everyone. Take notes. <laughs> you mean, you don't listen to me and Andrews. Maybe you listen to Heather. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> New voice. But it's true. Just uh, really focusing a lot on the recovery more and just the nutrition aspect of it and really um, learning food is fuel and like you have to be able to burn that fuel so you need it in your body and if you don't have it you're not going to be able to complete those things that you want to complete so really just having that healthy relationship finally with food and just with myself in general yeah has uh that's probably the big difference between my old athletic self and then kind of stepping into the CrossFit space and really uh, learning all okay. of that. You mean I shouldn't, like, not eat for two days, <sighs> then work out, and then, like, binge myself on some pancakes? Oh, my gosh. I mean, no, you should not do that. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I've got so awful. much to learn. So much to learn. No, and, Andrew's <laughs> taking notes, everyone. He has a notepad and a small pocketbook. He keeps it in his pocket, actually. It's a small little book, and he takes notes on it daily. 
so that he can drop all the knowledge bombs on us because he is just a random factoid of a human with well, all the facts. I, I clearly have a lot to learn because <laughs> this fasting and pancake binge is not working. Oh, darn it. It's like my, my number one protocol. Um, okay. Do you mind, mind elaborating a little bit on uh, your relationship with food and how that has transformed over the years? Just kind of what, what your story is with that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, just being like honest and open growing up and seeing all the different people in Hollywood and stuff like that. Obviously the ideal was kind of like, you got to be skinny and things like that. So I thought I didn't want to eat food because I thought if I put that food in my body, it was going to hinder my performance Mm -hmm. where in reality, complete opposite. So I really just want to go back and slap my old self in the <laughs> face and be like, eat some food. But anyway, I, um, growing up, I really did. I struggled with, I had eating disorder. I was anorexic bulimic. So, um, just really being able to grow from that. And now I eat all the time. Like food <laughs> is my yeah. favorite thing. Yeah. So being able to just come from that space where I would try to go as long as I could without eating anything to now like I go two hours and I'm like, okay, where's my next meal? Mm-hmm. I need some something in my body now. Yeah. So it's just really cool. And just having a better headspace and just loving yourself more too. Like I see the things I can do with my body and I'm just like, yeah, I definitely um, need that fuel and things like that. So that also helps with uh, having that good headspace around food. But it took a while. Um, definitely for me, it was something that having that strict regimen of the macros has helped because I'm a little bit, have that obsessive compulsive kind of personality. Yeah. Um, so having, yeah, so having a goal for me to kind of hit every day, uh, helps, it helps me stay on track and it helps me stay focused and, um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's an important point to not gloss over is the fact that macros worked with your personality. Mm, It worked with how you're kind of wired up Mm. and it actually helped you excel. And for some people it can, for some people it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, what, like, can you, can you go a little, a little deeper on the, the kind of time frame ish or maybe the semi milestones you experienced of that process of change. I'm yeah. sure it wasn't easy for you just to flip a switch and start eating food like that. Mm-hmm. That takes time. So what was that like for you? What hurdles did you kind of have to come over or overcome to be able to be okay with fueling yourself? So, uh, probably I want to say it was March, maybe 2016. Okay. 2016, 2017, somewhere around there. Um, I was just feeling crappy. Um, not eating the best, trying to eat healthy, but it wasn't really as healthy as it should be. Mm. And um, I had just seen like RP strength was a big thing in CrossFit space. CrossFit space. Yeah. So I had seen that a lot. And finally, my husband, Caleb, was just like, I went and I bought you these templates. And I was just like, okay, cool. Because I myself wasn't going to pull the trigger. I wasn't going to do it. Nope. So he went, he bought them for me. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to dive into this. So read all the info that they had there, watched their YouTube videos and everything, and just kind of dived into their templates. Um, They simply just give you your protein, your fat, your carbs. And the template is based off of how you kind of go um, and rate your training workout. So however you rate it, they'll give you a certain allotment of food. Um, So 
starting that helped a lot. Um, from that, I went to their app, and then from the app, I kind of have just been doing my own thing, eating intuitively a lot more, too, um, especially on the weekends. Like, during the week, I track in, I um, portion everything out just because I'm working, so it's yeah. easy to have everything tracked out. But on the weekends, I'm a lot freer. Like, I know when I'm full. I kind of know my portion sizing and things like that. So it's really easy to kind of step out of that space and not have to be so rigid as well. Yeah. And I think it's important to note too that in order to be able to get to the point where you can eat intuitively, you have to earn that. Exactly. With the knowledge that you have because for so long you were so stringent and you Mm -hmm. were so exacting. And by doing that, you have a very keen awareness of what is in certain foods and how you can switch things out. But even the best of the best still she still tracks and she still does that from time to time to check herself mm-hmm. and um because she knows that's important for her goals and it, when when you're training at such a, a high level and you know like she said she does two a days I'm not saying that listeners listening you need to be doing two a days but that is her goal and because of that food is you know even almost even more important for her because she can decline or you know take 10 steps back very quickly if she started dropping her calories without knowing it. So it may be something that she does for a longer period of time because her lifestyle requires it. Yeah, calories and you know macro uh, should match your performance needs, right? Mm-hmm. If you're doing two-a-days, your body needs more. Like it's <laughs> it should be simple. You're doing more work, you need to eat more. Yeah, or it's going to find a way to make the energy, which is going to be breaking you down yeah. and mm-hmm. you're, you're burning the candle at both ends and we don't want that. Definitely <laughs> not. And at first, it just seems like so much food, but in the long run, once you just get used to eating that much food again, you'll feel a million times better. Yeah. Oh, just your mood and energy and everything, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lauren and I have talked about this before. It's like some people are like, oh, I can eat, especially women, they're like, oh, I can eat more than 1,200 calories. And I'm like, you're only eating 1,200 calories? I'm like, Are you a child? Well, but, and then, but then they're also like at the gym five, six days a week. I'm like, how? Um... How are you doing this? Because, like, I don't understand how you have the energy to show up at your job, yep. work all day, then show up at the gym for an hour and only eat 1,200 calories. Like, I just I couldn't process it. And then they started eating more, and they're like, oh, I feel amazing. I'm like, yeah, it's simple, right? Yeah. It, it's something I see. I, I explain it like this quite often to clients. It's like you don't know how good you can have it because for so long you're just so used to the crap that you feel. And just the pile of yuck that is your everyday life. So you have nothing to compare it to. And that just yuck becomes your norm, myself included. Uh, Most people who know me know, like, you know, I I lost about 20 pounds. And at the time, I didn't think I had weight to lose. I was a high-level weightlifter from the outside world looking in. I didn't look somewhat like someone who was overweight. But, like, when I started losing the weight, I started to realize, oh, my gosh, I don't have to deal with. I was having headaches all the time, brain fog just general grogginess for most of my morning. And I was, I'm a coach and I, you know, I live in the health and fitness industry and, um, even I was unaware. So if you're listening and you're like tuning out right now, because like, Oh, I'm fine, whatever. Like you just, you don't know how good you could have it. And so if, if some of this has, has triggered something in you, not in the bad way, made you realize like, Oh wait, maybe I'm that class of, I'm not saying you're eating 1200 calories, but depending on how tall you are, how much you work out, how much you currently weigh, maybe you're eating 1,500 or 1,600, and even that's not enough. And if that's the case, fun little experiment you could do on yourself is, for a week, eat more food and just see what happens. What's the worst thing? The worst thing that could happen is you gain a pound, and what, do you, what can you do? Go back to your old ways and lose it again, whatever. But 
just try it and, and just see and, and start small. Have a little bit more protein. Add in some fruit. For God's sakes, you can have a banana. It's not going to go to your hips. Carbs are not bad. I, right? Oh, my gosh. Every time Especially someone says for women. that, I'm just like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, so, yeah, I guess because with this, we're, we're talking and all these ideas are cool, but I want you to have something tangible to think about. And if you are feeling any of these symptoms, the most common ones would probably be moodiness, cravings, brain fog, general fatigue, even insomnia at night. Yeah. Those things are all your body sending a signal saying something isn't right. And Listen to your body. Yes. And, and food could be, could be the answer. Um, and, you know, it's quite hard to overeat healthy foods. So if you're if you want to try this, like I said, start by adding in maybe some fro- some protein, some good fats. Fats are also demonized. Avocados, nuts, things like that. Um, and just see how you feel. Just see if you feel a difference. And if so, you should probably continue down yep. that path. Nobody get nobody gets fat on eating chicken breast and broccoli. Yeah. Like you just you're gonna fill yourself. Before. Or even apples. Like, yeah. Oh, the sugar in apples. When's the last time you binged a bag of apples? <laughs> like you binged a bag of Sour Patch Kids. I no. think you'll probably make yourself sick from all. <laughs> oh yeah. All those apples. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, an entire bag. Last time I had an apple, I kind of thought about. It. I'm like, what if I tried? Like, what if I just tried to eat as many apples like as fi- I could in five a sitting? Five bag of Honeycrisp apples. Not, like, not even that. Just like three or four. Like just to see. I mean, sometimes I have to have two, and I'm just like, after two, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. It's the, the fiber. Fiber, the fiber is real, yo. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like people, like like you're not gonna overeat broccoli. Like no. it's gonna fill you up. You're like, I'm not gonna eat a pound of broccoli. Yeah, right. Like it's like it's yeah. just not gonna work. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing when you when you when you think about it. And you like compare. You're like two apples is like 50 carbs, which I don't even know how many. Do you know how many sugars are in an apple? Macro girl, you look at those uh, things a lot. I don't. I would assume it's almost one to one. So yeah. probably around 50 grams of sugar. Yeah. There's like 50 grams of sugar in an airhead. Yeah. Remember Airheads? Those are like, that's candies. I feel like it's old now. <laughs> I don't feel like anybody eats Airheads anymore. I just anymore. remember the ones that had like the watermelon and it had like the little seeds in it. And, oh, yeah. And there was the white one, the mystery flavor. Yeah. You know the mystery flavor of any candy is just like <laughs> the rollover of batch to batch. Like uh, the hard, uh, what's the, dum-dums, right? Or, oh, yeah. Right? It's literally just when they change over from batch to batch. It's just the, the in-between <laughs> thing. And that's how they make the mystery. Random factoids from Mandro. <laughs> Hey, I love little notebook. I love Food Network, so I've got fun food facts. I love facts. it. I love it. Right? And that's just how they make those mystery flavors. Food facts. It's just them cleaning out the, the the vat or however it's made. It's just the the cycle of where it switches from flavor A to B. And they the just seventy seventh reason why you shouldn't eat Airheads. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, but a fun way to eat Airheads is like you keep them in the package and you shake it, and it, it all like instead Spreads. of that, instead of being that no instead of being oh. that thin, it all compact down into the end. You just shake it. You have an airhead ball. Yeah, that's how I would clump. eat them. Okay. Instead of that, like thin, like like that's yeah, fine. It's just green saver. It's like, but it's like instead of a uh, like having that thin, like fruit by the foot kind of like mm-hmm. thing. It's like no, you get it all into this nice dense condensed, more like a. Tootsie we just roll. lost ten viewers. No, no, no. <laughs> we gained ten viewers. It's like yeah, candy talk. This is what we're at. Uh, so uh, all sugar is not created equal is our point, and it's uh, it's. It's okay to, to increase your food if you need to, to focus on those good types of carbs. Um, even some of the quote-unquote bad ones, like we, we need those too. We need a big diversity to get the different fiber types, to get the d- different nutrients and all that type of stuff. So lesson is. Eat jelly donuts because those have fruit. Exactly. No, no, no. Please don't do that. Exactly. Don't, think jelly, <laughs> je- don't think jelly is a fruit source. <laughs> eat all the foods. Eat all the foods, basically. Um all right, so fast forward now. You, Heather, have gotten into coaching and gotten into starting your own nutrition business. So um, 
you kind of already touched on it, but anything you want to add to why you kind of decided to, to go down that? Essentially, it's kind of a, a hobby, quote unquote, right now, because you have a full-time job, but maybe you'll be transitioning. So what was kind of the, the pushing or the tipping point to want to pursue that? So uh, quarantine last year, obviously, um, I got furloughed from my job. So after really being pretty, I would say, like hardcore um, following that RP strength, counting my macros and stuff, I was just really interested in the food space, in the nutrition space. And I just wanted to bring what had helped me to other people and just get other people in that healthy mindset because I'm just one person. Imagine how many other people have either gone through the same thing, going through something similar, like it's out there and you just don't know because it's not something that's talked about. It's very cliche. So, um, just to be able to put that out there to let people know my story and to know that there is a better way, a healthier way, a, um, fun, happy way. Mm -hmm. I mean, nutrition is fun when you really start to dive into it. Um, creating the different combinations of foods and just finding, the weird foods that you'd be like, oh, that's a fat or that's a, that's considered a protein, like things like that. And just trying new things like that is also really cool. So all of that combined kind of just pushed me forward into getting my certification. And, um, I just like helping people. It's always been my goal is I just really like helping people. So it fit right in. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's really beautiful to think about how fun food is. Um, this morning I was, Lauren's side tangents, here we go. This morning I was, uh, chopping up some cabbage, some purple cabbage and no joke in the middle of it. I was like, dude, cabbage is beautiful. It's so pretty. It really is. I looked at it. I was like, it's on my, if you saw my Instagram, it's on my story. You just wait, you hold your tongue. Wait, are you talking about like when you take a head of cabbage and you just cut right in half? Yeah. I got fun fact. It, Cause it's like, I'm like, this is like my brain. This look like, it looks like my brain on the inside. It's so pretty. And I was just amazed. And then I started pulling it apart and I was like, how does it grow like this? This is so cool. And then I ate it. But <laughs> Andrew has, a, has. Well, so like, like n- nature is beautiful, right? And a lot yeah. of, so, and a lot of it comes to Except math. for you. You don't count. But. Ouch. <laughs> right to the heart. But no. So like a lot of things, like if you look at like Romanesco. Right, you know what Romanesco is? Nope. So it's similar. It's like a uh, like broccoli. Re- it's right? relative to a broccoli or cauliflower, but it grows into this pattern, like fractal pattern, that's oh. uh, related to the Fibonacci sequence, right? Which is the sum of the previous two numbers. So one, one, two, three, five, eight, thirteen, etc. Okay. Okay. Right. So you get these really beautiful patterns, and you get these cool things. So like a lot of times, I think cabbage will do the same thing. You yeah. cut it in half or pine cones, right? You get yep. those, uh, those spirals, like it, it, like the math and nature. Is amazing. Comes together and makes this really beautiful pattern. Yeah. Thank you. So for that's that. why you kind of you had this epiphany of like, oh, look it at did. this. Yeah. It like touched my soul deep in the heart, like where I just hit you right there. That's where it hit. Yeah, except <laughs> I did it, but not out of like spite, anger, and meanness. I am. I am full. I'm like Corella Deville, kind of. <laughs> you skin puppies? <laughs> oh my gosh. We digress. Food is fun, everyone. Food is fun. Oh man. All right. And it's fuel. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, okay. So now you are doing nutrition coaching and as, as a result of that, and, um, what, uh, if you had to kind of, I mean, you kind of already just said it probably, but what is like your kind of mission statement or just the the thing you kind of hang your hat on for what you want people to understand about, you know, food and, and nutrition? Well, food is fuel. Great. 
And then also that it's not black and white. Mm-hmm. There's gray area where there's like worse, better, best. Okay. So we don't necessarily always have to eat the best, but you want to limit those worse options to a minimum. Right. So just allowing yourself to have that grayscale instead of being so black and white and so hard on yourself about everything um, and giving yourself more freedom that way so that you don't feel um, so defeated or crushed if you have something on that worse scale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going back to your carbs, like carbs aren't bad. Yeah. There's just better choices for carbs, right? Exactly. Like some white rice or some like sweet potatoes are better choice than a donut. Exactly. And it also kind of depends on what your goals are. So for someone like me, if I'm eating a lot of carbs, I want something that's going to be really dense. So I don't necessarily have to eat as much because it's going to make me feel so full if I have to eat a ton of berries or something. Right. So if you're trying to limit your carbs, but you still want to get them in, have some berries because you can have a good amount of berries for a small amount of carbs. Right. Um, Just knowing things like that really helps. Um, and knowing that not to stay away from like the fruits and things like that, like you need those good sugars to fuel everything going on in your body. So keeping those processes going and keeping them in a healthy state is really important. Yeah, definitely. And I like that because it's like, um, having that gray area is almost empowering because instead of following a dogma or instead of following a set of rules, you now have tools. And these tools can serve you in every area of life that you're in, whether you're out at a party or you're out at a fancy dinner or you're cooking meals at home or there's food trucks, like you can navigate that and you can figure out what's going to work for you because you're not tied down to this list of foods that I have to eat. Exactly. Or, or a list of foods you can't eat. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right? yeah. Exactly. Cause, too, Cause too, a lot of people get to that, like, oh, I'm eating healthy. Here's all these things I can never eat again in my life. It's like, well, yep. We just want to limit it. Like, yeah. it's not like we want to eliminate tacos and pizza and all those things. Yep. We're just not going to make it a regular yeah. or everyday kind of thing. Exactly. And, and that's so hard for people. Like, people don't want to do that. They want to have this black and white list, and mm-hmm. it's never going to be like that. You got to allow yourself that yeah. flexibility, or you're just going to drive yourself crazy yeah. and you're never going to get anywhere. It's almost like uh, I feel like a lot of us want the black and white because we don't trust ourselves. Yes. And we, it's like, I don't trust myself to make the right decision. So just tell me what to do. But the thing is, eventually, the, well, some people have coaches for life, but it's like, this coach will be no more. Mm-hmm. And there will just be you and your mind and your decisions to be made. And so if you don't learn to do it now, you'll never will. And you'll just negative feedback loop, loop cycle back through into the bad choices again, piling the weight back on, whatever it might be. So it's, um, it's important to find guidance where you can, whether that be an online template, like where Heather started, or whether you think you're ready for a coach and you need more guidance, like everyone's at a different point in their life. Um, and you know, I've had coaches, you've had coaches right now. I don't, I'm leaning towards soon getting one because I've kind of gotten to the point where I feel like I've gotten as far as I can on my own. And so it just, it just really depends on your goals. Um, one other thing I just want to touch on too is, we're talking about this and this all sounds great and, and wonderful, but I will say there are cases where people, depending on what state their body is in, yeah, for a time, you just can't have those foods. You can't have the pizza, the tacos, the ice cream, whatever. Like if you have a chronic disease to, to deal with, I'm sorry, but if you really want to change that, it's going to take some dedication. And as we work through that and we get you to a healthier state where your body is more 
metabolically flexible, more adaptable, where you can start to have those things, well, then we can, you know, we can talk about that and work through that. Um, so I just want to touch on that because I know we have a wide array of, of listeners and it's just like anything we talk about isn't going to fit everyone. And you kind of got to see both sides of the coin. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. Eventually you can find that gray space, but for a time you may need to be black and white. And if you have extreme weight loss goals, Heather was very black and white probably when she was in a cut phase versus a bulk phase. Um, and so it's just like, it's all so situational and you just kind of want to take the the principles that fit most situations, which are that, what was it? What was your scale again? Worse, better, best. Yeah. Great. So, you know, we, we, it's always going to be better to stick to the best food as much as you can, but you got to figure out what's important to you and, um, and balance that. Exactly. Cool. Well, um, switching gears a little bit from nutrition talk, um, just more so fun talk about you. What if, if you could think about back to anything, either really young or in your adult life, what's like a, a challenge or a hurdle that you have overcome and you're, you're really proud of that for, for overcoming that? So I would say actually, um, just food in general, just okay. the healthy relationship with food yeah. and then having, um, a healthy body image. Cause for a long time growing up, I just didn't thought really poorly of myself, um, just yeah. because of all of Hollywood and everything out there that is thrown at people our age. And I cannot even imagine growing up now I know. with social media, like no, thank you. Yeah. So just um, learning at an older age to be comfortable with who you are and loving yourself and then having that healthy relationship with food has just really, I'd say, skyrocketed me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I think we'll have to we'll have to have a second podcast where we where we dive into that a little bit of like what things did you do and, and that type of stuff because um, I think that's really powerful. But that that's awesome. Um, what if you could could list some out are the main like tenants or pillars or habits that you have found have kind of propelled your health or not propelled, but just help like what are the things you can always come back to that maintain the health that you've achieved and just kind of you living your your best life, happy, healthy, strong life? Yeah. <laughs> um, so water, trying to make sure I get that water intake every day, yep. stretching before I go to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And then also trying to keep my bed and wake times similar as oh, best as I can. Good, that's keep powerful. that yeah, keep that circadian rhythm going. Yeah. Um and I'd say just trying to focus on making those better choices. Um, making sure I am like eating breakfast, all that good stuff every day, making that important, like a scheduled thing so that you're not skipping it. Because I think that's a lot of people's problem is they say, Well, I just don't have time to eat. Well, if you make the time to eat, you'll have the time to eat. So just <laughs> it's all about it's all about priorities. Yeah, exactly. Making that a priority really in my life, um, in the long run has yeah. Yeah. Do you have like a, a morning, like for me with my clients, I talk about like, I like people to have a morning, morning three, your morning three. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be big things. They can even all be in one. My morning three could be breathing, sunshine and walking. You do that all at the same time. Obviously I'm not talking just like breathing, intentional yeah. breathing. <gasps> <laughs> so I forgot to, to breathe. <laughs> to do some deep breathing yeah. while getting some sun on your skin and walking and do that first thing in the morning. That could be your morning three. Do you have like a morning three that you like to do? So every day I um, get up, I have a cup of coffee before I go to the gym. 
Um, CompTrain has like a daily mindset that they post every day with their programming. So I read that every morning, um, try to get that growth mindset instilled inside of me. And then the last thing I do um, is I also read a devotion every morning before I go to the gym. So kind of the three things I do every morning besides do some housework, but that's boring. boring. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) Okay, cool. Andrew, do you have morning three? Yeah, it's a pound of bacon. Okay. 12 pack of Natty Light. Yep. And then like a two-hour binge of Netflix. Hey, I want your morning. Yeah. <laughs> not, not the natty light, though. That does not interest Ooh, me at all. That, oh, you more, you more it brings of, me back to the college day. <laughs> you're more of a beast ice kind of girl. I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got me. You know, you a little me. heavier for the winter. Definitely. And then switch up to some, like, uh, natter days for summer when it, the sun comes out. I, I get don't even know what that is, but I'll pretend I'll nod. Uh, it's um, a strawberry lemonade beer. Natter days. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm learning all the things today. Yeah, see, we have a. I think we had a really different college experience. I think we did, Andrew. <laughs> I think we did. I think I went to two parties ever. Maybe. Oh, I went one and a half. I might have left one early. Felt uncomfortable. Oh. <laughs> yeah, college. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it's funny. Like think about like how unhealthy I was in college. I still went to the gym. I walked around. Like oh, I didn't yeah. put on like the quote unquote like college like, right. the freshman fifteen because I just walked around campus. But then like looking back, I'm like, oh man, I was like like wake. I remember waking up on Saturday at like eleven thirty. Going down for like chicken strips oh, for yeah. lunch and just smashing a whole plate of chicken strips after like a night before of like yeah. all the beer we drank and stuff like that. And just like, oh man. And then like, but I could recover. Like by 2 p.m., I felt great. Let's do it again kind of thing. Those young jeans, I tell you what. A couple years later, it's like, oh, nope. I couldn't even think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Oh my goodness. That is awesome. All right. Um, fun, fun, random, random question. Uh, what is, if you had to pick it, what is the worst thing about coaching? Worst thing about coaching. Worst thing. If you had to pick a worst thing. When people try to get me to give them the motivation. Because okay. the motivation mm. isn't going to come from the coach. That's going to come from within you. So you have to want to make that change. I can't give you that motivation. So. Okay. That, I would say, would probably be my biggest pet peeve. I like that one. No, I've said that for years. Like, and, and I remember the first couple of years of me coaching, the hardest lesson I had to learn was I couldn't want it more than they wanted yeah. it. Yeah. Because like, I, like, I remember years, like, because people would see me, like, you know, getting stronger, getting faster in workouts, all these things, and they're like, oh, and they would try it, do it, and I'm like, and then I tried to instill that to them, and it, eventually it was hard. I'm like, how do you guys show up, you know, three, four, five times a week and not want to get better, and not yeah. want to push yourself, and it it was hard, and eventually I learned, I'm like, hey guys, I want to teach you how to do this, but if you don't want to get better, it's on you, like, yeah. it was hard, it could, you want to see everyone exactly. thrive, you want to see them grow, and oh, yeah, that's, it's hard, but you can't be that motivation for them, they, that has to come from within, so, and there's also a difference between inspiration and motivation, exactly, Yep, you can inspire. You can show them how to do the hard work, uh, what work needs to be put in. But you, like, like I said, you can't give them that spirit to go do it. Mine's when uh, you have to be the DJ. <laughs> oh God, don't give me. I'm on a. I'm on a. <laughs> I know. Kick of last couple weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a DJ CrossFitter with a sign. <laughs> yeah, I'm a coach, and I do. That was so funny. Dude, it's so true. Like, and everyone listening here, if you're listening, you know how much I hate. Oh, like, yeah. I'm like, I just put the I, like the music's been playing. Like Matt left it on. I will like, I just put turn on it up. folklore music and be like folklore. Forget it. Yeah, folklore. Woo, like going like Tolkien esque or something. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, you want me to DJ? <clears throat> 
Here's some Harry Potter nonsense. Oh, one day we listened to we did listen to some classical music for a workout. That's awesome. I love it. Well, if you get, the, but it was like you get the uh, right you get the right tempo. Yeah. It could be okay. But like, the, no, pro- I just torture them. The problem That's I have, like, I put on the other day, I put on classic rock workout or whatever. It was awful. Like every other, <laughs> no, because like every other song was too slow. Yeah. And it's like, oh, who, classic rock. Who yeah. Thought, who thought this was a workout podcast? It was like a workout <laughs> playlist, not a like. It's like they're just I getting can, their bro pump session. Because <laughs> if you put classic rock on every once in a while, you'll get like a ballad. Because like White yeah. Snake and all these bands had ballads. Yeah. So Gray it, Snake, I like them too. <laughs> okay, you should learn about White Snake first off. <laughs> I just like to bust your chops, man. But, but like it's just it's just terrible, and then people complain like, oh, I can't do it to this. It's like you're really paying that much attention to the music. Like once I'm going, I don't. I mean, all I hear is like the beat. The beat, yeah, exactly. It's like, just it, like I'm in that zone. It could be hard rock. It could be EDM. It could be gangster rap. Doesn't matter. I'm just going. Not not normal rap. Gangster rap. Gangster rap. Oh no no. It's, what's, I'm not gonna put on some like easy rap. I'm messing. I'm, I'm messing. going hardcore. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well. Everyone that has listened to this is this is great. This is fun for me. I don't know about y'all listening, but this was a good chat. Um, our final question. I didn't prep her for this actually, but oh. uh, you have you have moment to think about it. If you really have to think about it, we can edit it. It's okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, um, we're gonna have we're gonna leave no in the in there now. Leave the awkward <laughs> silence. I like it. What does strength? Oh no no no! That's not the one I wanted. What? Oh oh oh! Did that one too? Okay, sorry. Well, yeah. th- two. Be two. Okay, because you're special and I love you so. <laughs> What does strength mean to you in, in your own words um, or maybe in your own life? Uh, it could be a long answer. It could be like a metaphor, like strength is blank. Um, but yeah, what, is, what does strength mean to you? What my body can do. I was going to see. Wow. That was Easy. rapid. All right. There we go. Andrew, I'll let you ask the next one. So, <laughs> the, as we like, uh, touched on earlier, nature is beautiful. Oh, I love nature. And oh, cool. I think we can all be inspired by nature. And we all have this, like, inner animal that comes out, maybe sometimes in a workout, maybe sometimes in life. So what would you call, what would you identify as your spirit animal? Ooh. Yes. She wasn't ready. I love it. I love it. Do you want to know the weird thing about this? Immediately, I went to, like, Harry Potter fictional creature. You're not the first person. <laughs> it was You're like, Harry Potter, Potter what can I pick? Are you going to say owls? Because owls no, are real. I went, like, three-headed dog was the first thing that popped into oh, my I mind. I love it. First oh. off, that was, like, Greek mythology with Cerberus. But okay, whatever. but Harry Potter copied it. It's fine. <laughs> On original. A, if you didn't know, I'm a big Harry Potter She's nerd. Obsessed. Oh, I, like, I, I despise Harry Potter. Oh. Well, I don't know. You can leave now. <laughs> That's why we find this stuff out at the end of the podcast. Right, right. (laughs) She's not getting an episode. Right. (laughs) No, no second. Um, It could be anything. Yeah. It can be a three-headed dog, but you got to explain why. Yeah. You can't just (laughs) say Let's go with the three-headed dog. Does it even have a name? Cerberus. No. The Harry Potter name. Fluffy. You're right. It's fluffy. Heather's fluffy, everyone. I'm fluffy. Okay. Because you're fluffy? Because I'm fluffy. No. (laughs) Well... When you play the music, it falls asleep, so I can be nice. But also, um, just with CrossFit, there's, like, three, I would say, like, main things, like aerobic capacity, your strength, and just, like, um, lastly, like, your drive or your grit. So, like, having those three things, too, in one thing, So much deeper than mine. (laughs) I would have thought you would have gone, like, I have three different personalities, Mm. like, one one of each of the heads of the dog. That would have been good, too. 
Episode two. Right? Heather, You'll see Heather's gangster fluffy, Heather. Fluffy 2.0. <laughs> I thought about it more. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I have a better answer now. Yeah. <laughs> time to prepare. I had seven months to think. <laughs> no, you can't, you can't have time to prepare. I didn't have time to prepare. I'm like, no. This was my spirit animal. You didn't. You didn't. Only I did. I had thought about it before. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, yeah. Well, that's another episode of Happy, Healthy, Strong. Heather, thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Good. I was going to say, I hope you enjoyed it. Yes, we went, I did. We went way off a lot of times. <laughs> it was good. Break. Break. <laughs> Go team. Oh, break it up. And thank you guys for listening. Check us out, oakstrength.com, social media at oakstrength. And until next time, be happy, be healthy, be strong. Peace. Peace.